PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello everyone and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host Chili as we talk about news, reviews and guides and all that good stuff over from PSU.com. Go check out PlayStation Universe. We're back. I don't know why I say that when we're always back every week, but I still do anyway because yay, we're back I guess. Yay. From our usual <laughs> seven day week back. Anyway, joining me as always is Gary. Hey Gary. Hello Ben. How are you doing with your arm and stuff? Um. I, I'm okay. I'm I'm good. It, I, it's, everything's just frustrating. It's not painful now. It's just frustrating. Like I played Pharmacy 14 a couple of days ago, so I could get through the story. And holding the controller, I have to like hold it more with my left hand and like try and prod with my right hand because I can't rest the the controller because of the cast. You gotta learn to do the call, man. Haven't you ever played a fighting game on a controller? I you have tiny claw, hands. Man. Even holding the controller is the claw. Get one of those like <laughs> finger things that adds another hand to your finger, you know, those rubber things that people have. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I have to claw already, let alone without more claw. I don't have enough claws to claw that much clawing. There's even some third person shooters and shit that I play with the claw, man, because I feel like it's easier for me to position how I do things with my index fingers than my, my thumb. Especially when I'm playing like <laughs> a very fast-paced game, and I gotta rotate the camera while also pressing like square or triangle to attack. It's easier to do it as a claw instead of the claw moving my thumb constantly. That's how I play fighting games, man. It's That's... like imagine the fighting controller, fighting game controller, you know. Yeah. But I just use my dual sense instead. Um... You should have seen me when I went to like the Tekken tournaments here in in the state, and I was the only one who brought like my PS3 controller. <laughs> and everybody brought their giant ass fucking fight sticks. I'm like, plug that shit in because, like, at the time Tekken 4, you can plug in your uh, controller into with the USB. And I still 5, remember. Sorry. I still remember when I was at the Dragon Ball Fighters tournament for, for Namco. Was it it's Namco, right? Cyber Connect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was there. Uh, it's not Cyber Connect. It was no, uh, 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 Arc System Works. Arc System. I was there for, there for Arxis. And. On the second round, I was playing against a kid, and I ended up... I won the first round easily, and then the second round, I ended up just going over to try and help them learn the game. (laughs) (laughs) Spent the round trying to teach them. Uh, yeah, no, people, people always said it. He's like, you brought a fucking console controller instead of a fight stick. I'm like, yeah, fuck the for that. The the fucking stick to move the character is garbage on the fight stick. I am always jumping when I don't want to. It's terrible. I hate those. Give me my fucking D pad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good to hear you. Okay, and we've got <laughs> Alfonso. How you been? Hello, hello. Have you got a hundred more right. trophies since then? Is it you know at ten billi- yeah, billion platinums? Still, still earning platinums. Not as much. Not as much. I, I kind of cut down because we we talked about this uh, mid January. Like it's constantly like there's too many these dollar game platinums constantly coming out, and, and I, I can't keep up. Especially knowing that yes, me and Shannon are trying. Hint, hint. Um. So if it does happen, I I I won't be gaming as much. So. Yeah, you'll have um, your kids doing it for you. Dude, this guy, man. Oh, I gotta, I gotta teach them, Gary. I gotta teach them. That that's all the they gotta I do is to... hold the button down the X, and it does everything for you. Yeah, but you know, kids at small age, they like to throw stuff instead of actually holding the damn thing. So <laughs> then you tape the controller to their hand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of games, um, we at PSU have... do not promote taping controllers to kids' hands. 
<laughs> Depends on how old those kids are. But <laughs> uh, speaking of games, I have played Death and I have played Forspoken. And between the two, I'm playing Death Space more just because nostalgic memories and just how much they improve on. But Forspoken, I, I can't get into it. Like, it's, it's gorgeous. Like, graphically, it's gorgeous. But story-wise and dialogue between Frey and Cuff, I, I can't get into it. So I, I'm not sure I'm going to continue and if I do, it's going to be a while. So, But Death Space, yeah, I, I, I'm loving Death Space. And that's it, really. Nice. Okay. And now, I feel like we should give them a proper intro because it's been so long. Uh, the king of our <laughs> editors, the best writer on the site, the guy who originally did the podcast before I did, so it was probably better than the one we're doing right now. And also, he likes chicken a bit. It's Mike. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. That's too kind. <laughs> hello, everybody. I, obviously, we've been chatting beforehand, but hello, podcast listeners. Hello, PSU fans. Uh, if you're new, relatively new to the podcast, I work as the editor-in-chief on PSU. I've been here since about, oh, God, I feel old, 2007, albeit with a 18-month break about five years ago. But yes, I am back and hopefully more regularly now. I really want to keep contributing to the old podcasts and it's great to be here thanks for having me guys thanks for joining us yeah, is, yeah. is there anything you want to bring up before we get into the news and such uh, well, yeah i mean i mean oh, well um as you guys know i'm, I'm a bit of a, a gym junkie even though i'm not i'm not like crazy huge or anything but i'd like to keep fit so i've been going down the gym as usual <laughs> that's a bit of a running gag with me i know with you guys but i've still been doing that i'm still playing games i'm uh i juggle lots and lots of games i always have done like just to give you an idea i've got now i moved moved into my house with my girlfriend i have obviously the main consoles downstairs like the ps5 and the switch and in one of our because we got a three bedroom house which is pretty cool uh i've converted well i said converted it's an absolute mess but i've uh, kind of like turned the back bedroom into a little retro room so I've got a, an older TV there and I've got my PS1 Dreamcast and GameCube all set up. And every weekend, every weekend morning, I sort of juggle some classic Resi with some Tomb Raider, The Last Revelations and some Resident Evil remake. And then I come down in the evenings after work and I'm playing like all the new games and stuff. Um, I've just got uh, I've just got De um, uh, Fonz just mentioned Dead Space. I've, just, I've got Dead Space remake. I haven't started it yet. But um, I love Dead Space. Um, I've got God of War Ragnarok to play. But yeah, just playing lots of games. Lots of games, guys. I, um, I'm just, you know, life is too short not to play games. So I play as many as I can. <laughs> it's good to hear, man. Because I, I was wondering, like, you know, with all the writing you're doing and the mm -hmm. gym and, you know, having an <laughs> actual life now. <laughs> oh no it's um how, honestly, how much you're me, dedicating to get because i know you don't do as many reviews as you used to um no i um no my main job is i'm on the news grind i've always been a news grind kind of guy that's what i got into years and years ago i do occasional reviews i get to normally review games in series that i like such as resident evil silent hill or whatever but occasionally i get the odd one now and then, which is nice you know it's good to get out of your comfort zone but yeah I'm mainly on the news. I do some features as well, um, SEO stuff, because, you know, everyone does SEO. That's, that's why the industry's yeah. moved now. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, the, uh, like I was saying to you guys, I've got a gym right near me, which is handy. I'm, I'm there and back again under an hour now. It's changed so much how it used to be because there used to be, in my old gym, there used to be tons of people there who we knew. And you'd, I swear, you'd spend three hours there 
and at two hours of it just chatting to people but now it's just like in and out man it's like don't have time for that anymore <laughs> so i'm there and back again and um like bill Wobaggins there and back again and um yeah i you know most of my free time is now if i'm not if i'm not at the gym i'm just chilling with my girlfriend playing games because she's a gamer too right so um we both have that in common which is great so we tend to honestly some evenings like literally we'll be just sitting there she'll be on the switch i'll be on the tv or vice versa <laughs> That's cool. Man. Yes, it's good, man. Um, and obviously, you know me, Gary. I love my retro games. I love my classic Resident Evil. I, I still play those more than I've ever done now, which is great. Um, I still can't get over the fact that at one point I didn't go on those games for years and years and years. I think like at one stage I hadn't played classic Resident Evil in over five years, which is absolutely mental to think about it. But I didn't go off it. I just I was just going on other stuff and that. But I find time to do it now, and if you can, do it, you know? So Yeah, yeah I, I'm with you on the retro stuff, man. Like, I wish mm. I had the space or the time to constantly plug in old consoles and play them. Yeah, it's, I'm always trying to do... find... Wait, like, the only yeah. one I, I literally just kind of plug in and play is my mm. Dreamcast. Yeah. Because I um, think, to, to me, to this day, the Dreamcast is the most gaming console I've ever owned. Like, yeah, it's just... I, love, I love the Dreamcast, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, you know, and I'm you're just... right about... Like, you're right about the space as well, because um, with all those consoles and stuff, if you like, I used to have to just like constantly take one, take one off to plug one in. But um, I'm lucky enough to have a lot of space to have like three retro consoles set up now, which is really cool. But yeah, it's a right pain. It's a pain in the ass if you can't do that, though. Definitely. Um, yeah, because I, I just feel like yeah. the, the Dreamcast, when it comes to multiplayer games or, you know, like the couch co-op ones, the Dreamcast yes. ones hold up the best. Power They, they hold up the best. <laughs> Power yeah. Stone, exactly. The Power Stone yeah. is just a bunch. Yeah. And um, sorry, one thing I had to say as well, Gary. Um, I had no idea you went to Tekken tournaments in the US. When when did you do this? Because like, I I love Tekken, man. I'm still playing Tekken Seven online to this day. Yeah. Well, it started with Tekken Four. Um, okay. And then with Tekken Five, I was going a lot with my friends. Um, yeah. Got the third place here in the state of Utah, which was pretty cool for me. Um, oh, well done. <laughs> Yeah, uh, people couldn't understand how I played Tekken <laughs> because uh, you know my my main is King. He's always been my main. Oh, King, right, right. And nice. the thing that people couldn't understand is why I never grabbed with King. Like I play King as a striker. Like I never do uh, the whole Like once in yeah, a while, I throw out there mm. to throw people off. But they're like, "How the hell do you play with King?" Like I'm just doing drop kicks and elbow drops and shit like that. <laughs> Like what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, because King is yeah, because King King's um like that's his um King's multi-part throws. Obviously, he's a wrestler, so that's kind of how people play King, isn't it? But you're just like you're a brawler King. <laughs> yeah, and his striking stuff does a lot of damage. So I was like, oh you yeah, know, it does. He's a right way, he's a right get to fight against man. Because I I main Kazuya. I have done since '97. Mm -hmm. Um, and Heihachi and Brian and now Jin. I love Jin, man. I've picked Jin up recently. God, that character is so hard to play. He's got great moves, but he's so difficult to play. Um, but yeah, um, I hear you there on King, man. Like, um, King's got some really good moves. I play Armor King as well. Armor King cool. is good. Yeah, you know, yeah. King, Brian, and Nina. Those are my three. Yes, um, I play Nina too. Yeah. <laughs> and and N Nina, Nina is my trump card. Um, I, I bring right. her out when I when I watch other people play and see how they play. It's like, okay, I, I might not be able to beat him with King or Brian. I'll throw Nina in there because she's very throw tricky, Nina. you know. Oh god! And she, she also has those multi multi grab moves as well. Yep. Um, yep. She does. <laughs> but but I I mostly always start off with Brian. Um, with the power game that he has, yep. I, I just love the the simple. I love his simplicity. 
Um, yeah, he's a little yeah. predictable, but you know, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame Brian's great, man. Brian's great. Um, yeah, sorry, but now ben, the, to, um... <laughs> the roster, yeah, the roster is like what 80 characters now in Tekken 7. Oh, it's, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's ridiculous. Like, it's so many DL. <laughs> Honestly, the DLC has ruined that game because everyone is just so overpowered now. It's literally oh, I pay, agree. It's almost, it's almost pay to win. I mean, Leroy is just one of the most overpowered brain-dead characters they've ever come out with even no matter how cool he looks and he does look awesome but he is such a oh he's just like you may as well just if you're kazuya against leroy it's just the kazuya player is just going to get wrecked unless you're an absolute god <laughs> yeah but, but my problem with the dlc came when they started doing the crossovers of characters that didn't make any sense in tekken at all yeah um, like, like, like Noctis, <laughs> Noctis or Negan. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm sorry. If you're going to do crossovers, do crossovers with characters that make sense. Do a crossover with King of Fighters. Those characters make sense, you know? Yeah. Hell, even yeah. some Street Fighter characters would make sense. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, other fighting games that fit that mold, you know? Not fucking, let's throw a Final Fantasy character in and see what, <laughs> what happens. Yeah, quite right. I mean, you, uh, I, I, don't, I disagree with that. You said, let's... You could easily throw a Final Fantasy character in there. Like, imagine if well, they throwed in exactly. Zell from Final Fantasy VIII or Tifa Again, from Final Fantasy VII. Those yeah, characters Tifa would be good. I'm okay with yeah. that. Yeah. Those characters yeah. make sense. Yeah. 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 You just said yeah, don't throw a Final Tifa Fantasy character in. I'm like, depending well, on the, like, the no, character. I, I meant like Noctis. Like, if yeah. you threw Cloud in there, Noctis, any of those characters, you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, that's yeah, weird. I mean, like, but like, if you put hand to hand fighters in the yeah, Tifa's a good shout, actually, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it always is a good shout, yeah. really, if I'm honest. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Sorry to uh, kind of go off on tangent. No, there. don't worry. That's why we're still called Unchained, because we get go off. Tangent. Very good point. Unchained. Yeah. Um, you know what? I was going to leave this for later, but you know what? We've got a Final Fantasy article. We'll bring up the Final Fantasy article first. Um, why not? Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin producer says a sequel isn't out of the questions if the game is popular enough. Um, uh, Tetsuya Nomura said, mm. um, translated from an uh, article by Noisy Pixel, when Stranger of Paradise came out, there was a lot of negative bashing, especially online. However, I'm pleased to say that everyone was watching the live stream was growing very fond of Jack and his friends. So much so that we'd love to see, a, some would like to see a sequel. Uh, if you do want it to happen, then it would certainly help if one person watching to spread news to tell other people of what a mouth about the game spreads through the DLC's completion. Uh, pride that the title has resonated with everyone, there may be time where we can meet again. I hope Jack returns because I enjoyed Strangers of Paradise. Um, I, I, I hope there's a sequel and I do I I love the joke on the Twitter for the last year or so when I kept posting, what is the best summoner? And there'll be a summoner from like Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy V, Final Fantasy, and then Jack. And then what's the best healer? And then there'll be Yuna. Uh, there'll be all the different healer jobs from Final Fantasy games, and then there'll just be Jack. Like I love that joke that they had Jack in every best category for Final Fantasy as the last option. He was always there, like because technically he can be every job. So Jack was the best of everything. <laughs> uh, Mike, I never played that game, so. Um, but did you, Gary? Did you review it for PS? I did. Yes. Did you? I can't remember if you liked it or not. I think I gave it a seven. So I, I did oh, enjoy. Okay. A lot of it. Yeah. I, I thought it was very ugly. <laughs> Graphically, <laughs> it was not a pretty game. At least the build that I was playing. I don't know how it is now. Um, no, it's still pretty ugly. I played. I played it as well and had fun. <laughs> yeah, the combat makes it enjoyable, game. and the dialogue yeah, the, is isn't the, great, but it's as long as you pe don't look into it too much. It's kind yeah, of good. The, the, the dialogue is, you know, 
yeah. What you saw in the trailers of the dialogue is what you're going to get in the full game. Like, it doesn't expand in any way or become better. But no, the the combat definitely saved that game. It was fun switching jobs on the fly. Um, I actually like the environments. You go to environments from all the Final Fantasy games, essentially. Um, oh, cool. Which is really cool. Yeah, you go to like the one of the mocker reactors from Seven. Um, nice. You go to, you go to uh, I think it's one of the castles in Two, I believe it is. Um, but no, they did some cool stuff. You go to, to areas from Final Fantasy Thirteen. So they did some cool stuff like that. Um, I did enjoy it. Uh, I'm not gonna go out and say this is the greatest game ever. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to if it's popular enough, I think it's pretty fucking popular. Like you mentioned, Ben, like everybody seems to love jack and his one-liners that are just absolutely dreadful but they work <laughs> i guess for him uh, i don't know how you can do a sequel i guess you can because the game has kind of gone off on its own now i mean it was supposed to be a prequel to final fantasy one to show you how siegfried became who he is um is it siegfried or gallon i don't remember who the fucking boss was uh you talk oh, about the main character uh garland you no talk- Ga- the, the main villain in final fantasy one it was Garland. garland right? yeah Okay, yeah, I said. I Garland know, I said, turns well. Jesus. Chaos and Garland. <laughs> Garland is the original. Uh, remember, it's timey wimey stuff where you kill Garland yeah, in the yeah, present, yeah. and then he is sent back in time to be Chaos in the past, and then you beat him there, and then he goes forward in time to be Garland to make a loop of a loopiness. But you're playing. Gar- yeah, you wow. play. <laughs> spoilers for. You you're playing Garland, right? Yes. Essentially, yeah. you, you, you're playing the guy who becomes Garland. Um, right. I think everybody knew when he showed up in the trailer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's that big of a spoiler. No, I yeah, still want to say it because be, you never know. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be a prequel to that. But now, you know, with the DLCs, they're going into Final Fantasy II territory and you're fighting the Emperor for Final Fantasy II. It's just become its own thing. So I don't see how, you know, if they do a sequel, it'll just be its own random thing now at this point. But. Well, I, I kind of do want them to do a sequel. Let it be its own thing. Well, I guess it's because the game is set in a virtual reality, isn't it? Because the, there's the real world, and then Garland's in a fake world, right? It, it, it's hard. It's not a... I guess you can say he's in some weird um, ship of some kind. And it, it, he's from like some future civilization, yeah. and they send him back in time to just stop the chaos from spreading. Man, this sounds really complicated. <laughs> it, it, it really is. It's way more it's complicated than it needs to be for the type of game that it is. I mean, yeah, that's like the, the same game was really simple, but... <laughs> that's the same with Final Fantasy 1, though. Final Fantasy 1 was really simple, but the storyline was time travel robot things for things. Yeah, Square seemed to do that a lot because my girlfriend likes Kingdom Hearts and like the story is so convoluted in that series. God. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. No, but I, I hope it gets a sequel. I, I kind of like the randomness of what it is. And, you know, it may not have been popular based on the trailers they showed and how people looked at it, but it definitely took off after it came out. You know, people really latched on to, obviously, the character, and he became meme material pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just depends <laughs> how, how well it's sold. I mean, I don't remember... Well, 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 that's the thing with with Square. You never know what's a good sell. They sell a game for 700k units sold, and they call it a success. Another one sells 3 million, and they're like, that's a failure. We needed 10 million of that. Yeah, that was Tomb Raider, wasn't it? That sold like millions, and it's like it was under expectations. Like, oh, Jesus. I think we learned the reason for that later on, right? Was because the developer spent so much money on hair tech and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. uh, wasn't it like 50, 60 million was spent on the hair engine alone? I have it no wouldn't surprise idea. me. <laughs> like, and yeah, they barely made profit because of the location of the staff and yeah, what they were doing with it. Still, it sucked. Oh. But, but at least we're getting a possible new Tomb Raider. Anyway, yeah. that was... Who, who did I... Mike, have you got any thoughts on this? Uh, I never played it, so I can't really comment, to be honest. It looked like... From, obviously, I did stories on it and stuff uh, for PSU, and uh, it looked pretty crazy and stuff. Kind of cool, but uh, yeah, I can't really comment. I mean, for, for the fans, I hope it gets a sequel. I'm a sequel guy, and so if you like it, I hope it gets a sequel. There, that's pretty much <laughs> fair enough. Alfonso, that's my brilliant insight. <laughs> I never played it either, but I hope it gets a sequel too, just for Ben because I know how Ben feels about a fine fantasy game. So, yay, just yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> yeah, badass opening cinematic, though. I'll give her that. Holy shit, that's one of the better cinematic. That, that's what the, the opening cinematic of that game is like. The old school Final Fantasy opening cinematics where you're just like in awe the whole time. It's like, oh, that's amazing. That opening cinematic, enjoyed that. Bye. Big shout out to PSU again violent. because I never <laughs> thought I'd ever be able to interview Nomura. And I, I, I got to do that last year. So, again, big shout out to PSU for allowing me to do that. That was insane. <laughs> uh, Sweet. Uh, uh, okay, the next article. We'll go into uh, PlayStation Plus, I think. Um, there's a couple of things for the next month that we know about. Well, at least one thing this month, actually, I think. Either way, I'm looking forward to I'm excited to try this out. Uh, new PlayStation Plus premium game trials include Marvel's Midnight Suns and Gotham Knights. Uh, if you've got PlayStation Plus uh, premium, you now have the chance to try FIFA one, F- F1 Manager, not FIFA, F1 Manager 2022, Marvel's Midnight Suns Enhanced Edition for two hours, but the manager's for three hours, sorry. I played Tell Recon for two hours, Last of Us Part 1 for two hours, and Gotham Knights for one hour. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm really tempted with Midnight Suns, if I'm honest. Gotham Knights, not that much. And Last of Us, then, da- da- no, nah, I'll pass. But no, I'm kind of excited. Uh, Alfonso. Uh, um, if I still had free, I, I probably would try Midnight Suns just because it's Marvel. You, you, Ben, Gary, you know I'm a big Marvel fan. Um, I don't, I'm not going to be, um, reinstate premium just to play this, just because... Gary, you already know this. Premium don't offer nothing, and these are not games that's going to entice me to go back to premium. Um, so you wouldn't be tempted, say, eventually... at the end of the month to do it for because remember they charge based on how many days are left. So you're yeah, not tempted I, to I, say yeah. there's two days left in the month. You get a premium, and it's like what two dollars, and then cancel it up after you've played the two hours. Yeah, but it's just a mental thing for me, knowing that I I have two days based on your examples, like. Do do I really want to go through that just to play? You said two hours from Midnight Sun because it's not the full game, right? It's a trial thing, right? Yeah, it's just the two hours. Yeah, so yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna invest just to play for two hours. I'd rather just buy the game. I think it's discounted right now. I'd rather just buy the whole game and go back to it whenever I want to play it. So um, yeah, I don't care if I got the knife because to me it's just not it. And The Last of Us, I I, I own the new I own the remake. I just haven't started yet. So that, yeah, yeah, that's it really. Mike. Um, I don't have premium. I've just got the bog standard PS Plus. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I can't really justify paying for that. When you've got a mor- when you've got a mortgage, I can't justify paying for that stuff. Um, <laughs> um, but the, I mean, the games that they got uh, the trolls for are pretty cool. I played most of them actually, so I wouldn't really need to do well. Apart from Midnight Suns, I, I haven't played that, but um, uh, that seems pretty cool. But you know, I've got the Last of Us. Um, pl- I'm playing Gotham Knights around my mate's house now. Uh, what what were the other ones on there? 
F one manager twenty twenty two and a plague tale. Oh yeah, plague tale. Yeah, now that yeah that would be something I probably want to try out because I haven't played any of those before to be honest. But um, I didn't know about the um, uh, what you said about Ben. They uh, you can get it for like what was it? It only counts how many days are left or yeah. something. You yeah, said? It, until the the next build cycle. You've already got plus. It will only yeah. give you. You only charge you the amount of days left until the next bill cycle. So if you've got, oh, so, okay. right. so if your bill's on the first of the month and you get it like yeah. on the 29th of the previous month, you'll only be charged for those specific days until the, um, at least this is when I did it once or twice, if I'm rightly so. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. That could be something to think about. Um, but yeah, um, I, yeah, I've, I've only got um, the, the main PlayStation Plus. And I kind of like Fonz, you know, with trials and stuff. Like, if I feel like I'm one... I mean, I know I get the whole thing about trying something out if you're not too sure. But a lot of the time, I kind of know what I'm going to like and what I'm going to get. And I just buy the full game. So uh-huh. but that's still pretty yeah. cool. I mean, that's still pretty cool, kind, though. That's kind of benefit for what we do because we're so much around video games. We kind of pay attention yeah, to every exactly. video game. So we know we, what we want. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. For casual, for more casual players, so that is that, there's, there's some good games to try out there, though. To be fair, so that's pretty cool. That's a that's some that's a decent lineup. Um, yeah, I really uh, want to play The Last of Us again. Now thinking about it, <laughs> <laughs> I've still never beaten that game. I've got like a quarter of the way through the game, and I've cancelled every time. <laughs> Damn, I remember that. I remember you saying something about that actually, yeah, like quite I've, a few I've years ago. I've bought it twice now. I think <laughs> that I've never <gasps> beaten it. <laughs> Is it just, do you just not like it? Is that yeah, it? I'm it's just not a big fan of it. Yeah, like I like the story and I like the graphics and I like the characters, but the gameplay puts me off. I'm not a huge stealthy person. I'm not very good at stealth. Guns so, blazing, uh, man. Oh. So yeah. What was that, Gary? I said go guns blazing. That's how I played my <laughs> my walkthrough of the remake. I was like, I don't want to do this stealth shit anymore. That's how I played it originally. Murder everything. And well, I might as well go to you, Gary. Next thoughts. Uh, yeah, uh, I think these trials are amazing um it, it really gives people the chance to to play games that they might be on the fence about or obviously just like demos essentially uh, i hate the fact that they're behind a paywall um but i think they're they're a good benefit to um play whatever game you want for two hours obviously with when it comes to a game like midnight suns you know i'm pretty sure a lot of those two hours are going to be cutscenes and dialogue before you actually get to the gameplay but it's still yeah. pretty nice to go in and try to experience a game before you, you decide to pull the trigger and buy it um i do hope in the future this is something that they go into and decide to do like day one games like oh you know for example like final fantasy 16 is coming out if they do a two-hour trial the same day that game comes out that'll be a huge benefit i feel uh to a lot of people who may not want to show out 60 or 70 dollars and try the game like this game is amazing i'm gonna buy it um so i like that what they're doing that's i would say that's one of the most important games to do it because the fact that it's such a departure from previous Final Fantasy games, like you know, with the action combat. Well, like I said, any game at this point, I think I think Sony should look at it like if it's any big major releases, we got to try to do this the same day that those games come out. Um, I think it'll help. I think it'll well, it it will help. It'll probably also not help a lot of games as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's still nice. It, it it goes back to to the older days where almost every game had a demo you can try it out. Um, so yeah. But to be fair, those were technically also behind a paywall, at least in the UK, because I remember the official PlayStation magazine we had to buy, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I was literally yeah. just going to say the old school, de- old school demo disc, Ben, yeah. 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 I still <laughs> like have my Tekken 3 one that came in a special case. Oh, you got that still? Yeah, somewhere. 
Oh man, I wish I had mine. I wish I had mine. I used to play that so much. Uh-huh. And the Resident Oh OPM, they had um they had a Resident Evil 2 demo as well. That was on a timer. I think it was like 20 minutes. And I remember yeah. I used to constantly try and get his foot. Like each time I'd get a little bit further along just to see what I could do. <laughs> yeah, but, but see, the, the thing that benefits developers here is that they don't have to build a demo to release. It's literally the full game. You're just playing the first two hours of it before it walks you out of it. Um, yeah, that's so true. Yeah, That's a huge yeah. time save for developers. They don't have to spend resources building a demo. They can just release the full spoilers, game. Because spoilers for normal demos, hours. for normal demos, they actually have to have stuff set aside and working on a completely separate build than the full game. Demos aren't well, can't oh, be just. Okay. They have to be. They have to be unless. Uh, of course, this is dependent on the game. Of course, I'm not going to say this is for every game, but for, on average, they will have to, because of the fact that assets will get reused between levels and stuff like that, or coding might get reused between levels. They will often have to have staff work on a completely separate project than the main game for the slice for the demo. Because otherwise, oh. it can have issues with running because it might be trying to call for something that will exist later on or has existed in the past. And so, therefore, they have to make sure that there's a separate team working on the demo. So, yeah, that's why demos were such, oh, a, right. such a pain in the ass, especially nowadays, because, you know, m- more complicated. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh well, I guess we'll, while we continue about PlayStation Plus, there's been a leak recently, uh, supposedly with February's PlayStation Plus games. Again, I say this leak. Uh, we don't know 100% confirmed until anything gets announced that this is true. But until it gets, an- you know, take this with a grain of salt. Like, look, it looks like it's real. But until it's, we know for certain from the Sony official announcements, yeah, we don't want to be like, yes, this is exactly what's going to be here. But there's a, maybe a 90% chance this is going to be it. So, again make sure you you tamper expectations and things may change um so yeah supposedly uh they launch on february 7th it'll be Oli Oli world which is on the ps5 and ps4 uh mafia definite edition um other titles may replace mafia or be added in some reasons depending on the location um evil dead the game and destiny 2 beyond light the dlc for ps5 and ps4 um out of those for me destiny 2 and Oli Oli world are pretty much the only things i'm not excited for uh mike uh Sounds good. Um, I don't know if this is from the same source that always leaks them, because if it is, it's all, it's almost definitely going to be true. But you're right, I, it's not official yet. Yeah, I, I, even if it, it is the same source and they do it all the time, I like to. I don't want to say it is until we know. Like, it's... yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's still it's not official. Um, I I like the look of the Mafia games. It's one of those series I never got around to playing, but I really should because they look really good. And the def- obviously you had that de- uh, definitive trilogy come out, or the individual ones a few years ago. Um, so that looks interesting. Uh, Destiny. I, I used to love playing Destiny. Uh, I don't know if I'm. I can't remember um, when I last. I mean, what well, obviously it would have been when I was last on the podcast. I guess five years ago. But I start. I stopped playing Destiny now. I haven't played it in quite a few years. It's not because I don't like it at all. It was never about that. It was just uh, with Destiny 2, there was so much new content coming out. I lost a lot of my, the people who I played with, not you, Ben, um, you know, sometimes um, I, I was playing with other people like Stephen Williams and, um, you know. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, remember we had to squad up, me and you, Stephen. Yeah. Oh, it was fun. Yeah, uh, that, that, that kind of, yeah, Stephen stopped playing as well. So I kind of lost, um, it, it's so much more fun when you're playing with other people, even though I did it on my own. But um, I remember as well, I was going through the uh, the DLC with, um with Cade's name, Cade six, seven, whatever Cade his six. name is, the um, yeah, yeah, um, the, the the one where he dies, um, and I was about three quarters of the way through it, and then Bungie released another update, 
and all your progress was reset and i was just like fuck this i can't be asked to do this again and that that's what killed it for me that was the straw that broke the camel's back but i, I loved it i did love destiny though i think it's still a great game and i'm pleased it's still going but i probably wouldn't go back to it now just because there's too much other stuff i want to do and you really need to put a lot of time into destiny as well because if you come out again it's just so much stuff you just don't know what you're doing um uh, I'm, I, I don't read much about the other what was it ollie ollie world did you say yeah, all the other world, which is, is a skating game. Um, oh, the so skating then, game, yes. Yeah, see, I'm not yeah. really, a, yeah, I'm not really a skater game guy. But at the same time, this isn't like Tony Hawk's, is it? This is more of a, no. is this more of an indie platform sort of skating game, isn't it? Yeah, it's more of a, a fun little. Yeah. I guess it, it might be yeah, an I open mean, world. I don't know exactly. I haven't looked at. I've right. only ever played the first one, so. Um, all right. And the I developers mean, yeah, are really seems, nice. That seems pretty cool. Oh, cool. I mean, yeah, that seems pretty cool. But um, I'd say Ma- Mafia is my kind. Ma- Mafia is more my kind of guy because it's that um, game. Sorry, because uh, it's uh, you know, I think it's. I don't know if Mafia is open world or it's like semi open world or something like that. But it's the the whole. I love that kind of setting and everything, like the the forties or fifties or whatever it is, and the uh, location and oh, everything. No, it's not open world. Whole... Um, it's just oh, an action okay. platform. Right. Oh, it is. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Better, yeah, even better. That, that's that's my kind of cup of tea, definitely. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I might. Yeah, I, honestly, this would probably be a good. If this is if this uh, list is real, um, that would be a good time to jump in and get Mafia yeah. for me. I reckon. <laughs> nice, uh, Gary. Yeah, um, another good month, I would say. Um, I, <clears> you know, you can read my review of Mafia: The Definitive Edition at PSU.com if you want. Um, great game, phenomenal visuals in that game that game looked like a native ps5 game um gorgeous visuals fun gameplay uh amazing story if you're into the whole mafia uh storylines that exist in other media definitely oh, yeah. give mafia the definitive edition a, a go uh you will not be disappointed at all ollie ollie world another great indie title won a lot of awards i'm actually surprised this is coming out so soon to playstation 5 i think this game only came out last year um well uh, evil dead the game um another um where, where asymmetric is what they call it yeah the, the, one of those asymmetric games um it's evil dead go and enjoy it if you're into those types of games uh the only one i don't really care for is destiny 2 beyond light um i think it's great for destiny players i think it's bad for everybody else <laughs> because obviously <laughs> you know it, this is a dlc you know I know we have Destiny 2. We got Destiny 2 a long time ago for PlayStation. I actually think I mean, there's Destiny a free 2 is, copy of yeah, Destiny 2. Yeah, Destiny 2 is already free to play. Yeah, so. but you know, you're playing Destiny 2, and then you this is the only DLC you have. You're like, what the fuck is happening <laughs> in the story here? Because you didn't get to experience anything else. And the problem it's... is you can't experience anything else because they essentially discontinued the, the older DLCs. Um, yeah, they vaulted it, so you can't play it. Yeah, so even really if you bought it, it you you're really it. fucked. No, you can't play it. If you even if you bought it, anything beyond um, I can't remember. They voted some more recently, but anything be- before like the couple of, last couple of expansions, you can't play. It's all gone. Oh, that's oh wow, that really sucks. That does. Yeah, it really sucks. If you're a new player getting into Destiny, you you will know who the fuck Side Six is. Like, who the fuck is that guy? Why do I care if he's dead? Because I didn't get to experience it. <laughs> Ben, um, sorry, um, to jump in yeah. just real quickly here, or or anyone, does anyone know what happened to Destiny One? Was it shut down, or is no, it still playable? Still play it. Yeah, you can play all Shit. that content <laughs> for real. You can still play Destiny One. Yeah, last I heard. Oh, yeah, too. With all the DLCs. Yeah, I should. Be... Yeah. <laughs> Unlike Destiny Two, yeah, where I you should... can't play all the DLC. <laughs> 
Man, I should boot up Destiny 1 again, man. I still have <laughs> a box full of um, Destiny 1 codes, actually, over on my shelf with um, Galahorn keychains. <laughs> oh, Galahorn. Oh, God, the Galahorn, yes. I remember you, Ben, rocking that. <laughs> great. Sorry, I but didn't yeah. mean to interrupt there. I just had no, to. No, you're fine. Okay. I was just going to say, this, this is great for Destiny 2 players because now they don't have to pay their money for something they're not going to be able to play in the next couple of years. <laughs> you just True. have plus and play it for free. Well, um, they've said they that. don't plan so... to vault stuff anymore. Um, I still yeah, feel I like I that. have. Mm. I still have my theory on why they faulted stuff. Like I don't think that, that what they said was true exactly. <laughs> they said it was because they were worried about too much blow in the game, and they, the 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 because of the engine, it makes the game file size bigger. Now maybe that's true. Maybe mm. I'm just being the conspiracy theorist right here. But my conspiracy theory and my tin hat theory right now is most of the stuff <laughs> that, that got faulted away were with Bungie, were with Activision. And a lot of people don't understand that although Bungie worked on the game, Activision actually had other studios work on other things while Bungie worked on the game. Um, for example, I, can't, I think it was Forspoken where the PvP maps and the PvP content was actually made by a completely different team than Bungie. Oh. So I do Again, wonder. I, didn't if, know that. I do wonder if the vaulting is something to do with actually a legal matter with Activision and how that. Some of the content was made by Activision Studios and not Bungie, while Bungie was part of Activision. That would make a lot of sense, actually. That would make a lot of sense. But it's easier to say, oh, there's too much content. We've we got to get rid of it. Yeah. Disney style. Actually, I think I think you mentioned it there. I think Forspoken. I think that might be the one with Cade 6. That's the one, the last thing that I played, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember which studios exactly or what DLC it was exactly, because it's been so long. But I do remember that they did mm. get help. Like, ah, okay. Well, that, that that's so, interesting, Ben. Actually, yeah, that that's actually quite interesting. Makes sense, but either yeah, way, I'll, mm. I'll I'll believe it when I see it. A lot of companies say these games are here to stay, and then games get delisted de from store shelves all the time with no way. I mean, of look at them look again, at Marvel's so. Avengers. That's been that's been given the boot, isn't it? Later yeah. this year, support wise. Yeah. yeah. But, well, even later this year, soon, isn't it? And then it gets booted from the store yeah. later the year. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so after September, you can't download it anymore, but you can still play it. If you no, you can. It. Yeah, no, you can yeah, still you, download it after September. No, new players can't get it anymore. Only people yeah, who already have. Well, it. Yeah, so you can get you, 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 but you can download it. You just can't buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just can't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> just wanted to clear that up because you can still download it. You just won't be able uh, to right, buy it. Okay. Yeah, and there's no more updates coming out for it. Like, yeah, after yeah. March, yeah. I think March is yeah. going to be the last update. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and Alfonso. Um, the only game I care for on this list, if it is true, is Ali Ali World because I heard great things about it, so I want to try it out. Uh, Mafia, I own the definitive edition because of Mafia Three. There was a time when Mafia Three was discounted, and I, I went through it and I played it, and I loved it. So I ended up getting the definitive edition when it got announced. Uh, the win, I don't care for those type of games, and Destiny Two, never played Destiny Two, so. I don't have to worry about being locked out of the <laughs> DLC. So yeah, yeah. You don't, yeah, you don't need to worry. <laughs> yeah, Ma Mafia Three is so underrated, man. Yes, it is. It, it truly yeah. is. They even got so yeah, much. Yeah, I heard about the popular with fans. Mafia Three. <clears throat> um. So I know there's a couple of other news stories, but we'll save them for another week because I want to hear about Mike and what he's been up to. Mike, I've heard you've been playing some video games uh, that you want to talk yes, about on but... the show. I've heard you played yeah, a couple so, of them. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, if yeah, as long as you don't mind me kind of like sounding off a bit here about some stuff. No, um, no. 
I thought I'd, I've, I mean, this has already been posted on the site, but I, it'd be nice to talk to you guys and you can like fire questions if you've got any. First, um, back in October uh, 2022, I played Resident Evil 4 Remake uh, at Capcom uh, UK. Um, as you guys know, I'm a massive, well, actually, let me rephrase that. For those of you who don't know, if you've really just started listening recently, I am a massive Resident Evil fan. But re- the original is my favorite game of all time. I love it. Um, it it's, it's close, though. I've got many. Um, and so the remake, obviously, you know, I've been out, get, getting the chance to play that earlier. You know, I jumped at that. Um, I do, um, it's interesting. I do like Resident Evil 4 a lot, but I do prefer the earlier Resident Evil games. Just so, just, just to put that out there, I, I prefer the classic survival horror thing. Um, I didn't like Resident Evil 4 at all when it first, ke- when it was first announced. I thought, what, what the hell is this? We're going from zombies to farmers with pitchforks and, all this crazy stuff like this what's going on but you know obviously the game came out i appreciate it for what it was and i played it played it to death now you know it's a really good game um it's just it's a different style of game but uh the demo that i played was a lot similar to the original demo on the gamecube that they did prior to uh, i think it was e3 2004 so it's like the beginning part where you enter the village and then the bell tolls and they all disappear. They're like, oh, la cabana, the bell. And then they just sort of uh, wander off into the, uh, into the church. But um, so it's quite similar in that sense. But the game, the whole game obviously has been completely overhauled. Uh, I mean, it may be coming out on PS4 as well. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, God, another current cross-gen game, you know, but it looks phenomenal. I played it on PS5. It looks absolutely gorgeous. It looks even better when you're playing it in front of you in motion on a good TV. Uh, the, the the start of the game, um, it's just outside the uh, obviously outside the village, and you've got the house, the first house where you see the village. But the way they designed it now is, and presumably because of hardware lit- limitations before, you're actually now uh, there's a canopy of trees over you. You're like actually look like you're in a massive forest now, whereas before you just had these like trees that didn't have any leaves on them. They were just like you know splintered branches everywhere. You could see the sky clear. Now there's like a canopy of canopy of trees over you. It's very. It's it's not meant to be uh, nighttime, but it's very dark and eerie. So it looks completely different. And you go up to the house and everything that plays out quite similar. But uh, this time round, uh, one of the um, one of the cops who comes with you, because obviously in the original you have the two coppers, um, Spanish policemen. Um, one of them's gone ahead this time, and Leon's. I think it starts by saying, "Oh God, Leon's like, where's he got to, man? I better go and find him," which is obviously slightly different. So you go into the first house, and um, uh, how how what do you want to do about spoilers here, guys? Is my very minor spoilers about kind of like what you find, the, how it plays out? Do you want me to? The I game's been out for long ball, enough. Man. I think I think, <laughs> yeah. I think the game's been out a, a bit uh, for a few years. Oh well, no, I'm talking about this is new. This is new to the remake. Oh. This is oh, this nice. is new no, to the remake. So. I, I go for what? What is it, like the first twenty minutes of the game? What kind of spoilers? Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, yeah. When I say spoilers, it's not actually that. It's not really bad. It's just. And it's, it's a devil. They're not gonna throw yeah. the big things. In. Yeah, yeah. It's no, yeah. It's nothing like. Oh yeah, Wesker shows up and he's now like a free-ended monster <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, yeah. So you go, you go into the house and they've redesigned the house now. It's actually got a basement and a few more rooms in there. And you go down into the basement and you find one of the, uh, the policemen dead down in the basement. Uh, but before you get there, you deal with the first guy in the house. You know, you know. Hey, have you seen this girl? Kind of thing. And he attacks you. And you kill, you seemingly kill him. But when you go down into the basement, find the policeman. You try to come out again, and he comes down the stairs, and his neck is completely broken. It's like his head is like 
literally nearly falling off his like falling off his body but it's just slightly attached and he's like twitching and stuff and he attacks you and it's that's a new feature they got there where obviously the villagers uh obviously i'm not gonna obviously the villagers are possessed and everything like that by the last plagas but uh, they would they would look normal, or they would have the parasite coming out of their heads uh, in the original. But this, they've changed it up now, so you can see their neck is broken. You can kind of see the parasite coming out of them. It looks really really cool, and they've got like glowing red eyes and stuff. So you deal with him, and then you go up, and then the rest of the villagers attack you, and you jump out the window. And he's Leon's. He still like says one line. He's like, "Hey, send me the bill later," or something like that. I'm out of here. And um, you fight the villagers and stuff, and you go through the. Uh, through the trees and stuff in the forest path. Again, it's all been completely redesigned, so it looks similar, but the level of detail is phenomenal in it. Um, you find the dog uh, dead this time. You don't rescue him from the trap. He's actually dead and, like, like chewed up and everything, like, pretty, That's pretty it. gross. You're, you're done. I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> um so you carry on and obviously you get to the village and stuff and the village you know you get chased by the villagers all around there and it plays out similar to the um uh the original where you can get your scope out and you can like check and see what's going on but this is where things change up now you actually have a stealth button so you can crouch um a bit like the last of us so i was able to crouch around the outskirts of the building and without um alerting any attention and picking up some items and stuff and you can stealth kill enemies now using your knife and it's pretty cool you like gut them from behind and stuff slice the throat it looks pretty cool uh anyway you have to fight the you have to fight the villagers um at one point they see you it, it just happens but you can stealth um your way through it a bit just to collect some items and stuff and so the battle plays out and everything there's a lot more of them now they're they seem a lot more difficult to take down they're a lot more aggressive they're more intelligent that's for sure they flank you a lot easier they seem to be a lot more um like the, the weapons that they use and stuff they punch you and stuff and they or they use pitchforks and all that but you can parry their attacks now so i think i can't remember because it was a while ago now i think it's l1 and you can parry so obviously someone's got a a pitchfork and you see him like kind of like bend backwards just before he stabs you so you time it quite you time it well and you can parry him and then you can get a knife shot in at him like um, it may not kill him straight away but you can um do at least do some damage uh and your knife now has durability so even though it runs out it doesn't break and you can't it's in, in, you don't throw it away but you have to like upgrade it constantly to keep it um keep it working which is pretty cool and you can uh, the chainsaw guy obviously you know you go into the house uh, the chainsaw guy comes, they try and get in, you go up, the shotgun's still there like that. And um, so um, at this point, you know, I jumped out the window and stuff. And then I kind of like stood my ground outside and tried to um, kill the chainsaw guy. He killed me a few times, so I repeated this quite a bit. Uh, you can parry the chainsaw guy's attack now, which is pretty cool. Like he's got a little tiny, he's got like a combat knife and he's like parrying the chainsaw. Like it, it cuts into the knife and it's just Leon's there holding it like zzz, like that pretty cool <laughs> kind of bizarre but pretty cool um i uh went through the barn and i shot the lantern down and it set the cow on fire so this cow is just like running around going on a rampage kicking villagers kicking the chainsaw guy and everything it's absolutely hilarious and intentionally funny um but in in one part the uh, uh chainsaw guy cuts down uh, one of the you sort of go through this alleyway and he cuts down one of the uh, the built of his support beams so he blocks your way and um, so obviously that's new that's pretty cool uh, he takes loads of ammo to um to um to kill as you'd expect I was actually the first guy who played the demo there at Capcom to kill the villager I actually stabbed him with the knife 
after I stunned him, which was pretty cool. I managed to take him down. And then obviously the demo ends, but um, it, it's great. The graphics are fantastic. The, uh, the the animations look really good. They haven't just recycled them from the uh, the original Resident Evil 4. They look really cool. You know, you shoot them in the head and they get stunned and you can kick them, but it all looks new. It's all been completely redone. <clears throat> um, excuse me. Um, the uh, I'm just trying to God. I'm just trying to go through some more stuff. What I saw, it, it's it's all it's quite familiar in terms of locations and everything. But the way they've redesigned everything looks great. Like I said, the beginning part with the uh, the village path, it's it looks so different. The way they've done the forest and everything, like the canopy of trees, it's very eerie. It um it looks more like a horror game now. The village villagers don't just look like regular villagers like with slightly glowing eyes they look dirty and stuff unkempt and everything they they look like savages and the the level of gore in it is i was quite shocked you can blow them in half now with the shotgun point blank range you will blow them in half you can blow their legs off and stuff uh, i threw a grenade it just um, literally just body parts everywhere uh when, when leon gets killed by the chainsaw guy he uh he cuts him down the middle and oh because I, I, I did did I get killed by the chainsaw guy? Was I watching someone else get killed? Because there was another guy in there. I think he stabs you, and then he like cut. He like cuts you in half afterwards, or something. It's not just a quick decapitation. He literally just tears you apart. It looks fantastic. Um, I mean, that was just a small taster, but uh, I can't wait to see what they do with the other locations and stuff because this is just one small part of it. I can't wait to see the village chief, the uh, the Del Lago, you know, the giant um, salamander. And that's not counting the castle and the uh, and the island and everything. I think it's uh, I think what they've done so far is really good. And it just it feels you still get the one-liners and stuff and that kind of thing, but it feels like they've emphasised the horror more. Just the way the game looks, it's darker. The way the villagers look and everything, it just feels a lot more grittier, which is really good because I felt the original was a little bit too camp in places. I know that's its charm as well, but I really like the fact they're going more for a horror feel now. Um, like I said, the look of the villagers really help that really helps that because they do look really deranged and crazy and like literally look they they've never like had a bath in their lives and stuff. They just like really savage. Oh, typical British people then. Typical British gamers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I, I can't wait to see what um what they come up with at the end. And I, I mean, presumably they're gonna there will be some new content in there. I don't know what they're gonna do with the. Uh, uh, the unlockable side of stuff, like the Ada stuff, maybe they will keep that. They will. Sorry, it was you. You're in here. I'm just a bit tired. Um, they uh, they might integrate that into the game, or it could be uh, DLC. I'm not sure, but I'm really excited for this. It looks really good, and yeah, the like the visuals again, they just blew me away. So, um, I, I have something else to talk about as well. But um, if you guys have any questions, then go. You know, go ahead. Uh, did you want to like ask me anything? <laughs> I I have one question. Um. <laughs> Yes, Gary. Gary already knows this, but since you had hands on, I stopped at three. In terms of the Resident Evil franchise, I stopped at three. I never went beyond it because you know four to six was more action based, and they went back to seven, making it horror again. In yeah. your opinion, since hmm. you are you know Resident Evil fan, should I still play the original Resident Evil four or skip it and just focus on the remake? Oh wow! Um, when you say you stopped at three, do you mean the original Resident Evil three? I take it. No, no. The re- I played the original and the remake of three. Two, oh, okay. Two, two and three. Yeah. Okay. Um. Mm, honestly, I would probably like. I would probably go straight for the remake just because it's around right around the corner. It looks better. It plays better. It's more horror focused. I think. I. If you like. If you didn't. If you weren't really that keen on the actiony stuff, then I, there's probably no need to play the original four because it just wouldn't be your cup of tea. 
Um, I'd probably just, if you're going to give four a go, I would say wait for remake because it's not that far off now. Okay. Yeah. Fair but, enough. You know, yeah. if you have, if anyone is hasn't played Resident Evil or hear the original one and they like, you know, they they like that kind of style. If you play five, for example, or whatever, then definitely play it. But if you weren't keen on that kind of stuff, then I'd probably just wait for the remake. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> what about you, Gary? Anything at all? Obviously, you're a big Resi guy. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of with you with Resident Evil Four. I felt like Resident Evil Four was when Resident Evil died and Resident Evil came back. <laughs> <laughs> as what it is now or what it became yeah. i guess you can say um so i i like you i miss the old resident evil you know um yeah where they just kind of skipped umbrella what happened with umbrella they decided to tell that story in a bunch of spin-offs like the the light gun games that they released and and all that which i wasn't happy um and yeah, i personally feel like cool like like to this day with resident evil 7 and 8 they've been trying to find a way to bring back umbrella and it's just not working for them <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not, is it? <laughs> uh, but with Resident Evil 4, like you mentioned, they're trying to go more of the, the horror type of stuff here in the beginning. Because you and I know, because we played the original, it gets kind of more batshit crazy towards the second half of the with the types of enemies you fight. Some of them were pretty creepy in, in the original Resident Evil 4. Like the, the, those fucking unkillable things that you couldn't kill, you had to run from. Um, so... Yeah, I guess for me now, I have to wonder with remake, um, and because you and I have somewhat different opinions on Resident Evil Three remake, um, I know you absolutely hated all the stuff <laughs> just... that was not in Resident Evil Three remake. <laughs> uh, I just uh, hate. I just. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I just can't understand why they cut so much out. I just don't understand it. They, that, that game could have been absolutely incredible, and they just just pissed it away by cutting all that stuff out. It's just unforgivable, man. Like, but, why would you do that? But even with Resident Evil 2 Remake, they not necessarily cut, but they altered a lot of encounters, like the, the crocodile. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, don't get me, yeah, in, don't in get me wrong. Don't get me, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, Resident Evil 2, a lot of, a lot of people are... Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like the game and stuff, but a lot of people are quick to kind of like overlook Resident Evil 2 Remake's flaws um, and just praise it to the heavens. There was a lot wrong with that game as well. No spiders, for example. The alligator fight mm. was just a bullshit quick time. Not quick time, basically on the rails fight. The beast scenarios were just rubbish. They were they were really underdeveloped. They changed, like you said, they changed the story a lot. There wasn't enough of Raccoon City in it. Uh, they should have expanded on that more. And obviously in, in the third one as well, but... Apparently, the original version of Remake 2, according to that Dust Golem guy, would have had you going through the streets before you got to the RPD, like through apartments and stuff. And they cut that out for some reason. That would have been so cool. Um, but yeah, they, they, there's some stuff with that that I don't like. I don't like the fact, I hate the fact that Mr. X became a meme. It took away his, like, it, it didn't make him scary anymore and everything. Um, I, I hate memes in general. I'm sorry. I'm just old and grumpy <laughs> about that stuff. Like, X gonna get you and all this bullshit. It's like, oh, fuck off, man. Seriously. Yeah, I hated <laughs> that kind of side to it. Because um, I think it attracted a lot of new fans who had no idea about the classic Resident Evil. So it had all that kind of appeal, which kind of watered it down. But, um, but no, it was a really, really good game. It looked gorgeous. Both of them looked really good. But yeah, as a purist, I didn't like what they cut. And 3 was the biggest offender for me. I mean, yeah. the, the begin whole beginning section of that game, the Uptown, is just literally you pressing forward. There's no in the original game that is a that's an actual location you can explore and you can come back to later in the game when you go to 
uh, find Dario in the uh, warehouse and he's being eaten and stuff. Like in this, literally, it's just you're literally just holding forward most of the time and going through cutscenes mashing quick time events it's oh my god now and now i'm getting angry <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry to do that. the reason i brought it up is no, no, from, no, what no, worries, played, from what you've played with all the new mechanics and all that do you feel like this is going to happen with resident evil 4 because resident evil 4 has some hmm. pretty huge encounters when it comes to monsters and how you fight them oh yeah yeah um do you feel like it's going to be more like, say, the crocodile encounter in Resident Evil 2 Remake, where it wasn't really a fight. It was more run and quickly shoot to win. Um, with with uh, these new mechanics question. that you experienced in this, do you feel like there's going to be a lot of cut content, especially with the bosses? Because a lot of the bosses were pretty fucking Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, they're <laughs> crazy. Um, I don't... Oh, that's a good question. I really... I mean, what can I say? All I can only say is I hope not. I hope they don't cut anything. I think they've, I think, from what I remember reading, um, I can't remember who it, who said it or w- what interview it was, but they, they were listening to a lot of feedback from Resident Evil 3, and obviously that had a lot of people complain about stuff they cut. So I think this is going to be much more uh, true to the source material in the sense that I don't think they're going to cut anything or chop things down. I think you're going to fight the uh, Del Lago on the boat, like the original. You're going to fight El Gig el gigante you know in the open with your guns it won't be a quick time event it won't be you know on the rails you're gonna fight uh oh god what other bosses are there i'm gone gone blank the vertigo you're gonna fight the vertigo in the tunnel stuff you're gonna have to freeze him like in the original and stuff the uh i don't know um i don't know if that crazy salazar statue you have to run away will be in it like that i don't know that because that was just so weird i don't know if they might because it, it's not a boss fight you're just running away but i think maybe some of the crazier kind of stuff like that might be somewhat watered down if that not watered down that's the wrong word maybe uh recontextualized perhaps to make it a little bit more grounded um because as i said this one seems to be a little bit more grittier but yeah i i don't think they're gonna really i don't think those bosses are quite iconic parts of the uh of the game i think and they're quite obviously the, the way they're designed and everything look really quite striking like you know giant trolls and giant salamanders and uh, a village chief and stuff when he mutates i think i think that stuff's going to be in there we might there might be slight changes they might even like m- m- perhaps make it more strategic rather than just aim when you're going and shooting you never know they might add a little more a few more dynamics to the fights but i reckon i think this is going to be a lot truer to the uh the original definitely nice nice <laughs> is the, we, yeah. do you get a chance to look at the inventory menu by chance and like how has it changed? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I used, um, um, I got, um, I could go on the inventory. Um, it's the, it's the attache case like before, so that hasn't changed. So you get to move stuff around and everything, which is cool. Um, there weren't any. Uh, there was no uh, merchant um, in the build that I played, uh, so you couldn't upgrade your guns. But I did quickly examine my gun, the, uh, the handgun, and there's like uh, they had all the uh, the options for like obviously firepower, reload rate, and there's like this. It looks it rather than me in uh, displayed as little bars. Like obviously, power level one point one point oh. It's got a bar next to it. The next bar is like one point five. It wasn't like that. It was more of a. I think it was like I only caught a glimpse. It was like a grid system or not a grid system. Like a. Oh, I'm trying to think of a game that has the same kind of thing because I played one when it does. It's not. Um, it's like it's 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 kind of like it has like a diagram, like a triangle. So like you lift. You may, it starts off as a triangle, and if you 
upgrade one thing, the tri it gets higher, or if you upgrade another thing, it goes to the, the left a little bit more, or the right. I don't know if I'm painting a picture for you guys at all. You'll know what I mean when you see it. It's not just a standard bar that goes up as you upgrade. It looks a little bit more dynamic. They've kind of overhauled it. You'll see what I mean. Okay. Um, and yeah. you mentioned the, the knife degrades this time. You, like, you don't lose the knife, but it gets weak. Yeah. Um, unlike is, is that yeah. more based on the par uh, parry system rather than you know attacking the enemies with it like it, it sounds um, more like you... a parry system like they, they want to do it so you don't have like this infinite ability to parry every attack especially if you're really good at parrying so it degrades yeah, you... and then all of a sudden you can't parry your attacks is that what 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 they're trying to go with with the knife here yeah you have to um you have to uh based on how well your knife is holding up you have to decide what to do like you can um for example when you're grabbed you can mash the but you can mash the X button to throw off an enemy without using the knife, but you'll take smaller you'll take a bit of damage. Or you can use the knife and not take any any damage and stab them, but that will degrade your knife if that makes sense. And if you um if you parry, that will also degrade it. But unlike Resident Evil 2, where you break the knife and it's just useless now and you have to get another one, you'll still have your same knife, but you have to re once it's once it's been blunted or broke or whatever you want to call it, you have to um you have to. I haven't done this, and it wasn't available in the demo. You have to. Um, I, I presume you go to the merchant, and you can uh, spend some uh, spend some currency to get it upgraded again. Uh, that's just me. I don't know how you do it, but that, that's what happens. Once it's degraded, you have to. You you um, you use resources or, or money or whatever to get um, to bring it back up again. And then obviously um, it can be upgraded as well. But again, I wasn't able to see that. But it's all it's all about balancing out. Um, you know, health versus knife, you know, whether you use the knife to escape without taking damage at the cost of durability or if you want to risk taking a bit of health loss, but you can save your knife for something more powerful. So it's kind of like you're having you're having to juggle that, which is kind of cool. Right, so so they pretty much replace the 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 what is it? The I guess equipment that they had in Resident Evil One remake and Resident Evil Two remake where you can Yeah. Like shovel grenade yeah, in no, their mouth and take off. Yeah, yeah. There's no, yeah. There's no defensive item. Like, yeah. There's not a defensive, defensive item. That's the name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you just you just have your combat knife. Yeah. So, um, but that's pretty cool. I mean, he's um, I think it's the same knife he had in two, cause, so he's kept it with him, which is kind of cool. You call that a <laughs> knife? <laughs> uh, it's yeah, good, I'm, man. I'm, like, no, I'm excited. You know, just two more months to go. I'm surprised. You know, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I'm happy that Capcom hasn't really been showing it off. Like, I also yeah, want to be worried that they're not showing it off, but I'm also happy because it's making me anticipate it more. The less I see I it, the more excited I am for it. Yeah, I'm with you, especially because it's a remake. It. Yeah, I mean, especially because it's a remake of a game that obviously, you know, most of us have played already. It's good not to uh, see too much because what new what they have added in there, that's new. You want to obviously save until you play it for yourself. But um, having said that, I'm, I'm sure there's bound to be one more... Um, I'm sure they're going to show something more before launch. And I'm not talking about the launch trailer. I'm sure there's going to be another big uh, kind of showcase for it. We may even get another hands-on thing. I mean, there was two for Resident Evil Remake. So who knows? But um, I'm sure there's going to be another a big kind of info drop, for lack of a better term, before release. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. It should be, should be good. Um, I'm just annoyed that the collector's edition is sold out again because gone to game exclusively who always sell out and never have enough of the damn things but oh man um, i, I so thought that... you secured yours right away no no <laughs> man it's hopeless as soon as it was announced um as soon as it was announced it got it was sold out they never restocked them either uh, it's so frustrating man 
I wish they would give them to Amazon as well. <clears throat> but there we go. <clears throat> I mean, you can get a North American one. It's not region locked, but you'll probably pay a pretty penny for the shipping. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I managed to get two, so I'm happy with that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's Resident Evil 4. Unless there's anything else um, you guys want to ask, I can move on to the next one now. Is, uh, should I should I move on? or? Yeah. I'll I, be honest, I'm not a horror fan, so I'm I'm staying out of that topic. <laughs> yeah, no worries, Ben. Yeah, don't worry. I, f- I figured that. Well, um, I don't know if you guys like Harry Potter, but I got to play Hogwarts Legacy uh, literally um, only less than two weeks ago. Um, I went to the, um, the Harry Potter studio tour in uh, Watford, courtesy of WB Games, so thank you very much. And um, I got to play about an hour and a half of Hogwarts Legacy, which is really, really cool. Um, my knowledge on Harry Potter is limited films. I like them a lot, you know, fantasy. I like that stuff. I like all of the rings. Um, so I enjoy Harry Potter, but I, I do not know a lot of the Harry Potter lore. I'm not a, a major Potter, um, you know, aficionado, but, um, you know, I appreciate from, I, you know, I still like what I've seen. And uh, it's interesting because the, uh, um, the hands-on that I had with the game, it wasn't like Resident Evil 4 or any other one where you have like one, you just sit down and play the game from wherever they start you to the end. You were in this one, we were jumped around uh, to various parts of the game, uh, as I mentioned in my preview, which you can uh, read on PSU if you want to. Um, it uh, we started off. Um, I can't actually talk about um, the first part of the game that I sampled because um, I'm getting shit with WB, and I don't want that to happen, obviously. But <laughs> I will say I can say that I did create a character. Um, the character customization thing is. Um, it's extensive. It's pretty much, I mean, I'm not an expert when it comes to these kind of things, but it's pretty much what you'd expect. Like, you know, gender, eye, you know, eye color, hair, eyebrows, you know, all that, all that kind of, all boxes are ticked there. Um, because obviously I didn't want to spend too much time dithering around with, you know, trying to make my own Harry Potter or whatever. I kind of just like, yeah, I gave him like, I gave him long Harry Potterish hair, put glasses on him and named him after myself. So yeah, <laughs> Mike Harridance in the wizarding world. Um, the uh the, the next part i can actually talk about is um um it was near uh Hog- it was in hogwarts itself like the um you know outside inside the actual castle itself um <clears throat> there was a, a place called summoner's court um and at that point i could um kind of just like explore around the grounds and stuff and i uh, was able to go on the on my broomstick which is really cool um very very cool broomstick flight um you can fly around kind of as a leisurely place or you can I think it's L2, I can't remember exactly. Uh, you can like do a booster speed. Obviously, this, this runs out, so you have to let it recharge. But it's, I mean, it's flying, flying a broom around Hogwarts. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're even a, a small Harry Potter fan, I'm sure you'll love that. And I, you know, I absolutely loved it. It looks great. It feels great. Um, the views are fantastic. You know, the game looks brilliant. Uh, it's a really pretty game. Uh, the, the castle itself looks brilliant. Uh, the surrounding areas, like the forests and lakes and stuff, as I'm sure you know from like books or the film watching the films you know they all look fantastic but we couldn't go any further than that i just want to stress that it was just around hogwarts for this part um i did a couple of side missions uh one of them i i'm really sorry potter fans i cannot remember thing but basically you had to um you were with this other guy and you who you compete against and you had to like levitate the balls on this platform a few free uh like a couple of feet away from you and you had to levitate them so they would come to the edge of a platform but not fall off and you get points for doing that and i actually did that which is kind of it's basically a way to test out different magic spells to get used to using that particular skill um i managed to draw with the guy i didn't lose which was impressive because i i was rubbish quite frankly i don't know how i managed to get away with that but 
another one was uh, a duel, so I got to um, uh, practice combat. Uh, one was with a guy called Sebastian, and another one was on my own, try solo. Um, at this point, you get a really good feel about the combat. You have your spells that are mapped to the face buttons and stuff, and you hold down R2 to um, press uh, different ones. So obviously hold down R2, select one with triangle, square X, etc. like that. Uh, the uh, the basic combat is quite simple. Obviously, you know, the analog stick steers you around. It's as responsive as any game is these days. Uh, circle is dodge. Uh, but some enemies, um, you have your basic spell by tapping R2, which is quite fast. You know, you sort of go whoosh, 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 like that for, fairly quickly to rack up damage. Um, uh, but some enemies have a protective shield around them, uh, like a yellow shield. So you need to use a specific spell to knock that down. I want to say it's Levioso, but I could be completely wrong. Sorry, Harry Potter fans. Um, uh, so once you've knocked the shield down, obviously you can they're vulnerable, so you can hit them. Another uh, Another one... A type of barrier is a purple one, and that that can be broken by throwing um, objects at them. Like you can, edit, whether it's tables, chairs, barrels, whatever in the environment. If you press R1 when you're high looking at them, and it, the little prompt pops up, you can throw them at enemies, and that knocks the shield down. So you can just, you know, they're vulnerable. Then you can hit them. Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's it's you know you're mixing and matching different spells, um, adapting to what happened, well, adapting to your enemies. Um, str- uh, attacks at the time obviously this was just a tutorial so i didn't die and you know obviously i uh, the solo battle i lost but i didn't die you know it's just it's, it was a practice thing but it was a good way to get used to combat um another part of the game i was on a this one was actually 15 hours into the game i think that's right i think that's what they said um so i was i met up with this person called um poppy sweetin and we were in the woods and we had to investigate po- uh, signs of poachers and goblins this was an actual mission so uh, at this point, you go through the woods and stuff, and you have these. If you've played any of the most recent Assassin's Creed games, when you have to investigate an area, it says like investigation area, and if it tells you that you left it, it's like a certain area where you have to like interact and find clues, and that bar fills up. It's very similar to that. So in this case, we were looking at camp where there clearly were poachers there because there were animal skins and all this kind of stuff. So I don't know how much uh, that particular mechanic will play into the game, but it, um, I didn't, you know, I had no idea that was in it. So that was kind of cool. It's not just like obviously all combat and lots of action. Like there's some investigation and it's pretty cool. Uh, at this point, I was actually fighting real, not in a deal. I came up against these uh, uh, a lot of these poachers and wizards and goblins and stuff. They were really quite tough actually. At one point, I went. I tried to stealth by using uh, oh I want to say disillusionment something like that. I think it is. It's basically a, a stealth spell. Um, which worked to the extent of um, as long as you're not right next to someone, because I did that trying to cross a bridge and he detected me. So I turned around and started fighting and, and they uh, destroyed the bridge, which dropped me down and killed me. So that was quite fun. So I got back up again and it's pretty cool. I crossed the bridge and got to the other side. They destroyed it again, but I wasn't on it. So what I did is I pulled uh, on the, he was on the other side of the bridge, this guy, and I pulled him over the bridge towards me so I could finish him off, which was really cool. Um, uh, I used also I used expel oh I can't pronounce the word expelliarmus or something uh, the one that like the uh, that damaging spell that Harry Potter uses in the film um, I used that on enemies which is a more damaging spell so that was pretty cool to see that um, as I said I'm not a massive Harry Potter nerd but I recognise that spell so it was like yes expelliarmus that was pretty cool um, uh, after that we moved on to this area where there's um, a dragon that's been captured. And you have to try and rescue this dragon, and there's uh, you you rescue this um uh there's this dragon egg that's um 
locked up and there was kind of like a mini puzzle thing there where you actually use the analog sticks to like unlock these um this kind of like the like lock pick you know the tumblers or whatever they're called something like that anyway um uh then you move on a bit more and you stealth your way past these goblins and stuff uh which seemed to work this time um they didn't actually notice me so that's pretty um just again using the uh disillusionment spell and the uh the mission ended with a boss fight against this powerful wizard and a load of his flunky which is pretty tough to be honest um there were a lot of guys flanking me and you had to juggle between like breaking shields and stuff and like finishing off the main guy before he, like manages to like uh like, attack you while you're dealing with the other guy so there's a lot of dodging around moving everywhere doing um uh, channeling different spells and stuff which is really cool <clears throat> And then um, I finished that, and then you, um, then my demo ended. You save the dragon, and then there's a cutscene, and that was it. Um, it doesn't sound like much. It was roughly about an hour and a half, but obviously there was a part that I can't talk about that I did as well, which took time. But um, <coughs> if one of you guys wouldn't mind asking some questions, because my throat's going dry, I just need to give it a little rest quickly. <laughs> so please talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, when it comes to spells, are you limited to how many times you could use um, a spell over and over? um yeah you i think honestly oh you know what i'm not actually too sure because i didn't find myself you myself using the spell long enough to kind of deplete it and see if you could because as soon as i used one i switched to another one um i don't no wait there no yes yes you are you um it recharges you have to wait until it sorry i remember now you have to wait until it recharges uh but it's um it's not particularly long the recharge time but you can't keep spamming it <coughs> And these spells are upgradable? Like, is there, like, a system where you can upgrade your spells to max level or whatever? Um, I wasn't told about that, so I'm not too sure. Sorry, Fonz. I, uh, we, we, we couldn't really go into that part of the game very much. It just, literally just... we could have. There was a menu where you could equip spells. I think okay. there might have been an upgrade thing there, but I'm not too sure because I couldn't really spend much time in the menu because I don't think we were allowed to. But, okay. um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, put it that way. Um, um, how did Sorry, how did the combat yeah, feel? Because yeah. I'm kind of excited for the the game in a way. It felt good. Um, it felt good. It was responsive. The controls were easy enough. Um, once you get used to using different spells and everything, and when to use them, and what against what enemies, it becomes quite you know you develop a kind of like a nice rhythm of doing things. It's a little bit tricky at first, but once you get used to it, it's it's quite easy really. Like I said, you know you you know you move around quite freely. You can dodge. Um, you don't necessarily feel like you're over, um, you're underpowered at all. It feels quite balanced and everything. It's fun using the different spells. Um, yeah, it's it's good, man. I I quite liked it. Um, with combat, uh, do you mm. mostly just get uh, long range spells, or do you occasionally can you like melee with with certain spells and things? Like that? And can you use the environment as weapon? Um, yeah, you can use the you can use the environment. Like I said, you can throw stuff at enemies by using. R1, so you can knock enemies over and stuff with like, um, you know, tables, chairs, barrels, and all that. Um, I didn't see any melee. I didn't see any melee uh, spells at all. It was mostly like long, you know, just you use your wand and you hit them far. But for all I know, there could be something like that. But at the moment, it was just like long range kind of stuff. <coughs> the bonk spell, just run up to them and smack them over the head with the, the wand. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know if you got a chance, but they said that you can use like a lot of dark spells in this one. Um, do you actually get to kill anybody in this game? Uh, or did you get a chance to use any of the, the more higher powered spells? I didn't get a chance. To, I know what you're talking about. I didn't get a chance to use those. Um, I don't think, I mean, I guess you do 
I guess you kill people because they, you know, they go down and they don't like get up again. But um, well, and they try. That to, man doesn't they... kill people, and he's throwing dudes off roofs in Arkham himself. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's. I think it's a bit of a gray area, really. But I'm, I mean, these guys are trying to kill you, so I think you do kind of kill them. But I don't want to like say that without, you know, prefacing it with. I'm not 100% about that, but I definitely didn't get to use any dark spells, but I know you can. It was yeah, just the they, basic they ones for now. That. Yeah. Um, my other no, question, and I think this is a question that a lot of people have, um, mm-hmm. what the hell is the story in this game? Because I don't know if you can talk about it or not, because I don't think we they've really said what the story is outside of its setting. Um, like, is there like an overarching story of something happening at the school that you have to figure out? Like, like say the books were you know about Voldemort and you know all his things, and you know we have the Fantastic Beast uh, prequels that have their own stuff. Like, what can you talk about the story here? Because I don't think any trailer has really talked about what the actual story of Hogwarts Legacy is. Um, yeah, I, I don't blame you for asking that, but honestly, the truth is I'm in, I'm in about, I'm just in the dark as you are, to be honest, because it, well, there wasn't much shared, um, apart from, like, the, um, the, the first, I mentioned there was a part that I can't talk about, um, but even that was just, it didn't really reveal that much going on. It's clear they said that they want people to experience it for themselves, so they're saving that on purpose. Not they're not revealing anything about the story. Okay, that's interesting. So all they've all they've like confirmed is that you're a you're a student in your fifth year starting Hogwarts. So, so it, they didn't say like where in the timeline this takes place. Like, is it before Fantastic it's, Beasts? It's, isn't it like oh, it's, it's, be, it's way before, isn't it's it? It's the 18th. It's the 1890s or 1880s, so it's like 100 years before Harry Potter. I know that. Okay. But, um, yeah, they're keeping all this under wraps because they don't want to spoil it. They said that to me there. They want people to experience it for themselves, so they're keeping all of that kind of stuff under wraps. That's good, because I'm a story yeah. guy, and I need that. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm just as curious as you are. <laughs> I want to um, know what's going on. What? <laughs> my other question is, everything I've seen, the world just looks amazing. It just looks yeah. like such a fun place to explore. Like, how true to, you know, what we've seen visually based off the movies, you can't, or visually how you visualize the books if you read them. Like, how alive is Hogwarts? Like, when you walk around in the school, do the paintings talk to you? Do they move around like they do? Um like, tell me, how alive is the world? Like, are there random animals doing things? Is there environmental storytelling? Like, do you just see people doing shit and you're like, oh, I wonder what the fuck they're doing. I want to go go find out. Oh, yeah. I mean, the part, the main, <laughs> obviously, the, the biggest kind of area that I saw was Hogwarts itself. And there's students milling around, talking to each other. There was, like, a couple of cats there that I got to stroke. You go inside. I went inside, and there was a go- one of the ghosts there that were just gliding around, chatting to people and stuff. And then it disappeared through the wall. Uh, yeah, there's the paint. The paintings are moving and stuff. There was some paintings that were kind of like looking at me as I went past. And you know, there's yeah, like I said, there's loads of students mingling everywhere, going about their business and stuff. It, it definitely feels alive. Like you go in there, and it feels like a magic school. Definitely, that's awesome. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, def- absolutely, yeah, and it looks gorgeous as well. Like I played it on PS5 and. Uh, the game looks love, um, stunning. Like it's a re- it's a beautiful looking game. Some of the some of the views and stuff, like when you're on a cliff or whatever, they look fantastic, and it really captures the. Um, obviously, I've only just I've only seen the films, but it it feels like you are walking in a Harry Potter film, Gary. Definitely. 
That's fantastic. And you don't know yeah. if it has like, any progression system whatsoever, or um, I don't. I think there is some kind of. Um, I think there is some kind of progression system in there, but because we couldn't access certain menus and we were told not to do certain stuff, I didn't really get a chance to look at it at all. So um, I'm I'm pretty much in the dark on that part. But I'm I'm almost sure that you can upgrade, you can like grow your character though. I, I'm, I'm positive. I I'm, I'm, I've heard that somewhere, but we just we we weren't able to do that. That's all. Very nice. I I'm I'm fucking excited for this game. I've been excited since the day they announced it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's not long now, is it? It's uh, February tenth, so not too not too far away. I thought you'd be reviewing it, Gary. Actually, I'm surprised you're not. That's a different story. We can talk about it after the podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair play, no worries. Um, yeah, so that's um, that's pretty. I mean, from my side, that's pretty much it. Um, I, you know, both of those games look great. Um, obviously, Resident Evil Four was quite a few months ago now, but I just had to mention it because of <clears throat> obviously I know there's a couple of us who are big fans here. Um. And um, yeah, um, um, and Hogwarts Legacy impressed me a lot. I'm, I'm looking. <coughs> Sorry, it's I a shame guys. that they <laughs> said that you can't play Quidditch in that game. That makes me sad. DLC. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> Good shout, Ben. Good shout. Um, yeah, I mean, they can make I mean, a full. I mean, this could be like the blitz ball of this game. You know, I still yeah. wish I mean, it had been online. Like, I wish that the game had been online. Imagine if it had been like a Hogwarts MMO, like where you're all going to school together. Have the castle be an uh, online <clears throat> social space, but have everywhere else be single player, if need be. You or know, go I'm the sure Destiny someone route. will do that at some point, Ben. <laughs> I'm sure there will be some kind of Harry Potter MMO at some point, Ben. Um, actually, just a quick <laughs> thing, Gary. Well, actually, no, whoever. But um, I, Gary, I know obviously you've been looking forward to this. Do you remember like four or five years ago, um, there, was a, there was really grainy leaked footage of a Harry Potter RPG. Was that Hogwarts Legacy in its really early days? Was that this game? Yes, yes that was. Yes, it was. Wow. Man, that's been that's been in development for quite a while then, because that was like five years ago nearly. That uh, this, I remember. Uh, it. Hogwarts Legacy has been in development for almost nine years, I believe. Jeez. They had to re. They had to re. I know they had to reboot, but oh. yeah, they had to scrap a lot of stuff. I remember it was supposed to have multiplayer. Um, that oh, got wow. scrapped. Um, it was. I think it was supposed to be four-player co-op. It was going to be like a live service game. Like, oh, you go to school and then you can team up with your friends to go into these dungeons and stuff like that. They scrapped all of it and decided, let's make a story-driven single-player game. Single-player game. Which I'm oh, wow. Very I honestly happy didn't know. Yeah, yeah, me, yeah, me too. Um, I mean, it's working Unlike me, so who is here going, boo earns. Boo earns. <laughs> I mean, there's room for a multiplayer stuff, Ben. I'm sure with Harry Potter, I'm sure some would. I'm sure there would be something at some point. Um, I'm sure this is just. Hopefully, if the game does well, which I'm sure it will, um, I'm guessing the guys who are doing the, the game, what is it, Portkey Games and Avalanche? Aval- I get mixed up because there's two Avalanches. Avalanche. Isn't there? Avalanche. Yeah, there's two Avalanches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Just Cause not, guys. Not the, not the Square Enix Just Cause Avalanche. This is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm presuming these guys are now in charge. I I think Portkey Games were established to do Harry Potter, specifically take this on. So I'm guessing these guys will be leading Harry Potter games going forward. So who knows what they could do. But there's obviously a lot riding on the game. I mean, especially after what uh, you just said, Gary. I didn't realize it had been in development for that long. But um, obviously it's had lots of delays. It's highly ambitious, highly anticipated. There's a lot riding on it. So... It's you know it's it's a big release for these guys you know a lot of controversy going into it too obviously we we all know but oh yeah I uh, yeah I mean <laughs> I, I'm not 
I'm, I'm not I'm going to judge the game, not what its creator. Yeah, I mean, said. I'm playing a game oh, called oh, Hogwarts Frank. Legacy. It doesn't mean that I support anything anyone says. I'm just playing a game and enjoying it. Simple as that. I, I don't get into any of that stuff, man. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Like, like I've said plenty of times, they've done so much work and they and they trying so hard to do everything they can to distance this game from her yeah um, there's just so much you can do i mean you can't just cut her out completely it's her it's her what yeah it's she built yeah, the world so she's gonna get so royalties like there's nothing you can do yeah. about it unless she says no i don't want royalties and who's gonna say no to that yeah like, exactly yeah she literally has yeah. absolutely zero to do with this game and for anyone of, that yeah. doesn't know gaming, for anyone that doesn't know with games there's no constant royalty unlike books and music and video which sucks in a way but in some ways it's good for, for, for this reason um so once they once they've got the license in it, it it doesn't matter how many games are sold it's not like she's going to get paid extra because of it she's got her money oh right okay at least oh, that's how yeah, it normally okay. works a lot of the times you know i don't know if this is exactly mm. the same but most of the time it's a done and deal thing most cool. fair play yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, but, I mean, that's me done, Ben. That's the stuff I played. I'm glad I got to talk about it. Thanks for letting me ramble on for however much it was. My, I literally start, I literally talked as much as I could there because my voice was literally dead nearly. I, I haven't spoken this much in ages. <laughs> uh, so that, no that was fun. <laughs> this is why you keep water next to you at all times in case. Yeah, I, I had Coke, man, and I drank <laughs> ah. like an idiot, but there we go. Um, yeah. Yeah, needless to say, like, you know, when when the chance comes that I get to play something else, um, I'll definitely chat about it on the podcast, whatever, whenever and whatever that may Sounds good to me. Now, mm. we're going to wrap up with the Metacritic game. Everyone ready? Yeah. Yep. Okay, last week's games were Forspoken. Gary, you gave it 68. Alfonso, you, you were very nice to it. And you gave it 80. And mm. I gave it 75. But the winner is Gary. Because it got 66. Gary. Oh. I, I personally think it should get Alfonso's score. I also believe it okay. should get Alfonso's score. At least between mine and Alfonso's score. That's just Based on well, all the complaints that I keep hearing, I'm like, if people go into Resident Evil 4 Remake and don't talk shit about Leon's one-liners, I'm going to call fucking <laughs> hypocritical bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, but they're in there. Trust me, they're in there. They are. I did mention they. I better are in hear there, the yeah. exact same fucking complaints and cringe that I hear people talking about for a spoken. I mean, I was reading and a the, Reddit, oh, I, I reading a, a recent era Fred earlier talking about the new Hi-Fi game. There's like nobody's complaining about that, but it feels like it's the same as um yeah yeah. Uh, guys, sorry, I didn't want it, don't mean to like, dive in just quickly, but just for the record, Ben, this probably won't mean much to you, but uh, Leon does say his fate is infamous line, where's everyone going, bingo. <laughs> just wanted uh, to say that. Fucking damn it. <laughs> he does say it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next game. Neptunia's Sisters mm. versus Sister. Gary, you gave it 65. Alfonso, you gave it 79. And I gave it a nice 69. And guess what? Mm. I got a point, because it got 68. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <Close>. <laughs> nice one. Okay. Next game was the Dead Space remake. Gary, you gave it 84. Alfonso, you gave it 87. But I'm a miracle worker and I gave it 89 and it got 89. So I got two points. Oh. So yeah. I have never been more happy to lose. I'm so happy <laughs> that that game. <laughs> is as good as it is <laughs> oh me too i mean i haven't played it yet but um it's dead it cut you know i played the original everyone loves it so i know i'm gonna love it i, I really hope this is gonna um 
uh, re rejuvenate the series because it deserves it. Okay, now that means Gary, guess what? You have three points. Alfonso, you have three points, and I have three points. We're basically started back again. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Go us. <laughs> We're back to zero again, technically. Okay, so next week's games are a little bit. I don't know if they'll get reviewed, and I can't believe. I don't know if they're going to get reviewed. So um, we're going to bring them up anyway because we need games for the week. So coming soon, next week, we have Power Wash Simulator. Uh, Mike, <laughs> you are here. Yes, you are here. Um, what, right, I've your... got a guess for Met- yeah. Metacritic, right? Um, oh, my God. I mean, uh, 60. <laughs> okay, Gary. 76. Well, you said 60, mm-hmm. by the way, Mike, right? Yeah, 60. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, 66. Alfonso? 70. And then I'm going to go to the random generator and press generate. Um, no, we'll press it again. 80. I'm giving it 80. Okay. It, it gave it the same number as Mike, so. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alfonso, we were here forever. <laughs> what? Oh, now, that's God. That's the name of the game. Which, by the way, is oh. a very good game. It came out on PC a while back, actually. It's a, it's a co-op yeah, puzzle I game. I'm going to go with 77. Mike? Hmm. These games are quite good from what I remember. Uh, I'll say 70... No, I'll go with 80. And Gary? 78. Suck it, Alfonso. <laughs> and I'm going to hit random. <laughs> See what we get? 79. <laughs> See what we get? Yep, 79. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I am Jeez. now your random generator, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, the next game is... Backfirewall underscore. I'll go oh, first. Whoa. You're not going to pick the biggest game that's coming out next week? What other games? Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake. <laughs> what? I, I don't even see that on Metacritic. Uh, oh, quite it's, a week, man. It's coming this week, actually. January 31st. It's really... Wait, it's, I, it might be because I'm looking at coming soon PS4 game is going to get review scores. <laughs> it might be because I'm looking at... It's not com- is it not coming to PS5, then? Uh, PS4. It's a PS4 game. They don't have a okay. PS5. Okay, because I was looking at the PS5 coming soon. So that is why. Man, what I just want you to get what I think on. is going to be the biggest game that week. So. I mean, next week is going to be Hogwarts, so we know that. Well, the week after, sorry. Well, I don't know what the yeah. embargo is for Hogwarts. It might come sooner. Yeah. Can we just but, do uh, Hogwarts uh, just in case it comes out? I mean, we can. But Backfire, well, we're, we're doing that. I wrote it now. We're doing it. <laughs> Random. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that is. 89. Now I have to go find it again. What is it Uh, called? Backfirewall underscore, a first person tragic comic adventure set inside a smartphone. Brick firewall? Oh, what the hell is this? (laughs) (sighs) This is like Steam Shovelware shit now, man. Come on. (laughs) Fine. Okay, I've looked at it. No, no, no. I've looked at it. I know what I'm looking at. Okay, let's do this. Okay. Anyway, 89. <laughs> Jesus fucking <God>. Gary. <coughs> oh, God. 70. Mike? Uh, 55. Okay. Mike hates games. And Alfonso? <laughs> 67. Okay. SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake. Because Gary suggested it, um, you, you get to go Is first. Is this a platformer or something? I uh, don't know. 83. Uh, Mike? Uh... 70. Alfonso? 76. And I'm going with 78. So we all think Square, SpongeBob SquarePants is going to be pretty okay. Yeah, apparently so. 
<laughs> don't know why, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone liked the last game, right? For some reason, that was that. The last that, game was great. What are you talking about? Yeah, the last game, game, the last one got a load of fans. So you know, maybe it'll Can't expand. And I, I don't know. I didn't play it, but I just heard that it was really good. Okay, I'm gonna go first. I, um, I don't think this is gonna get that, but I guess, I guess I'm giving it 97 to Hogwarts Legacy. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> oh, we're doing Hogwarts, are we? Nice. Yeah, yeah, we're doing Hogwarts. Um, my... just in case the embargo comes up next week. Oh, cool, cool. Sorry, did you say me, Ben? Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. Just, just give me a sec, because this is actually one I give a shit about. Um. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll go to you last then. Then give you some time. Yeah. Gary. Oh, yeah. Cheers, man. Yeah. Me? Yeah. I um, said Gary. I, hopefully, there's not another with... Gary. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a safe 85. Yeah. Alfonso. I'm gonna go with 88. Mike? Um, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go mid. I'm gonna go in the in between. So I'll go for 87. You know, I'm gonna go back and change my score to 86, so that we've got one of us might get, a, might get it, because I feel like it's gonna be between 80. I think it's gonna be between those numbers. Now we've got oh, 85. I'd like to go higher, but it, it, it depends on if people judge the game based on who created the universe, or if they judge it based on a fucking video game. I mean, I'm I played it. Not much, obviously, but I played it, and it's definitely. But it's just so hard to judge it on just what I played. But you know, I liked it so far, so I'm hoping it's going to be as good. So, but you know, whatever. There we go. Mike, shouts and how can they find you? And where can they find you? Oh, um, uh, you can. Uh, oh my God, you're going to ask me to read out my Twitter handle, which I can't even remember. Um, you can tell us <laughs> your address instead. Address <laughs> you like? Actually, I'll uh, be old-fashioned. You can email me. Uh, yeah, email still a thing at mike.harridance at psu.com. Um, uh, if you want to find me on Twitter. Your Twitter is just Mike Harridance. Yeah, there you go. Just search yeah. Mike Harridance on Twitter and you'll get me anyway. Sorry, I don't use Twitter very much, guys. I haven't needed to log into it in God knows how long, so I apologize. It's, um, it's been five yeah, days. Uh, any, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how, uh, any shout outs? <laughs> um, actually, yes. Yes, I do. Um uh, just uh, going back to the previews, um, I know obviously it's been a while since Resi, but thanks for Capcom for the opportunity to play Resi 4. Thanks to WE Games for letting me play Hogwarts Legacy. Um, a shout out to all our listeners as well. Um, hi, everyone. If you don't know who I am, if you're listening a bit, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, and thanks to all the PSU crew as well. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's it. Alfonso, shout and how can they find you? Shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to Gary. Thank you for having me on, like always. Mike, thank you for coming back. It, it's been fun. Um, no worries. I mentioned this similar to Neil. We need to have you guys back on more. It just makes the podcast more fun as we get yes. to hear different perspectives and thoughts and opinions on the topics that we talk about. So hopefully the other guys who are listening can come back soon. Um, shout out to all the listeners. Continue to read the articles on PSU. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at AliShan7. And Gary. Yeah, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagalush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Shout out to you guys as always. Thanks for having me on. Mike, shout out to mm. you. It's so good to have you back. Thanks, <laughs> I man. I hope it's a regular thing, especially now that there's a resurgence of games that you love and I love at the same time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, absolutely, man. I will definitely do my best. Yeah, and the timing works out really well, too. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that I hear from you again about coming on. Um, yep. Yeah, and shout out to the listeners, as always. Thank you for listening. Uh, shout out to Mike, as everyone else. Thank you so much for joining us, Mike. It was lovely to chat with you again. It feels like forever. Um, yeah, thanks um, for having me, man. It's been, been great.
shout out to everyone that listens. Remember, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Mugglegram Radio. We're currently at 969 followers. We're really close to 1,000. Um, nice. So we're slowly getting there. Um, thank you to everyone that follows me on Twitch. Um, remember, you can find me on Twitter at MG underscore Chili, where I tweet too much. Um, so I even have two Twitter accounts to tweet. So I tweet too much. Because <laughs> <laughs> one's not enough. Yeah. Well, once for me, once for Mugglegram. So. Um, ah, right. Um, so yeah anyway thank you to everyone that listens Uh, we'll be back next week with more video game news and the anime podcast so until then goodbye bye goodbye bye bye goodbye